what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. It's the PCS Podcast. Well, hey everybody, I'm Greg Ballantyne, a multimedia teacher, English teacher and a high school coordinator, along with being a wannabe radio announcer. <laughs> so, this podcast is a wrap of everything happening at Parks Christian School. From news and interviews, uh, student work, great music... This podcast is designed to give our students a voice and give you a broader picture of what life is like at PCS. Welcome to episode 10. Apologies for being a day late with this one, but it's been a very hectic week for me for reasons that will make sense to everyone really soon. Ooh, a mystery. This week, we have the next instalment of Make Believe or Make Me Believe. And instead of an interview, I'm going to reflect on a significant milestone. More mystery. Woo. Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all other major podcast apps thanks to our online host, Buzzsprout. Let's check out the PCS Whip Around. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about. Whoop-a. Thankfully, this week is a little quieter around PCS. Last Tuesday, we had a visit from Swoop Physical Theatre Company, who spent the day with our drama students and main cast of Wendy and Peter Pan. It was a wonderful day, and the kids had a great time. Year 6 said a somewhat teary goodbye to Miss Brodie on Friday. Miss Brodie has been with them for the past five weeks as a prac teacher and has done a wonderful job. I know Year 6 will miss her. We sent a strong team of cross-country runners to Sydney last week and are thrilled to announce that Thomas Fredericks and Jason Mole qualified to represent the CSSA state team at the CIS Carnival. The two boys finished in the top 10 of their races that included more than 150 runners from across the state. They'll continue their great efforts this Wednesday in Sydney. Special mention also to Arabella McCutcheon who just missed state selection as she finished 12th in her race. We have a high school netball team heading to Penrith today for tomorrow's CSSA Carnival, while the two Dubbo Carnivals for primary and high school were postponed until next week due to the wet, cold weather. Year 7 to 10 reports went out on Friday, while our K-2 students had to postpone their trip to the zoo. It will be rescheduled for another time, most likely in Term 3. Tyler Boland showed his skills to win the Mario Kart House Challenge over Blake Pizzi and we have a hot food day this Friday. Just $6 for spaghetti bolognese, garlic bread and a drink. Don't forget your tickets for Wendy and Peter Pan. It's going to be great. As always, there's even more news in our newsletter, so make sure you check it out. All our important dates and upcoming events are featured on our Facebook page and school website. So get connected and stay up to date. That's the PCS Whip Around. Whoppa! Wait! Okay now. Now it's time for some student work. This week, Marcus Moss has recorded another segment of Make Believe or Make Me Believe, featuring Year 8 SRC member William Bly. Can William fool Marcus? 
Can he fool you? Let's find out. Welcome to Make Believe or Make Me Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Make Believe or Make Me Believe. I'm your host, Marcus Moss, and here's the rules for the game. You have a couple of minutes to pitch me a story. It could be true, it could be false, and i got to determine whether it's real or not. Let's get into the game. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Marcus Moss, and this is Make Believe or Make Me Believe. I'm here with Will. How are you going, Will? Awesome. Always great to be here. Oh, looking great, Will. Oh, I How's know. your day going? Good? Oh, amazing, like it always is. Amazing. Oh, sweet. All right, let's get into the hard yards, Will. Yep. Give me the story. I once swam in a crocodile-infested river. Radio. Where was this at? This was in um in Queensland. Queens, oh, a little bit hesitant there. Yeah, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing's wrong. Nothing's We're about to Queensland. In um on the old Telegraph track. Right, yeah. Who was with you? Your family? Was it a family vacation? Or- yeah, family, family. Yeah. Just you in the water, or not whole family? How did you happen to? Did you just? So it, is it? Like, you paid to go in the water, or did you jump in? We we swam in there for hours. Hours on end. Radio. <laughs> it's a hard one, not going to lie. Hit me with a pretty, pretty good one. Yeah. Oh. Did you touch a crocodile? Or did you get close? How close did you get to the crocodiles? Relatively close. How close are we talking? Like a meter? Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Oh, not liking my odds in this one. <laughs> oh. Did, I'm getting, obviously, oh, I'm shaking. Like, <laughs> Calm down, man. I'm shaking, but that's just because it's cold. Oh, this is dramatic, this one. Any more details on it? <laughs> You're asking the questions, oh. not me. Oh, I'm really, I'm stumbled with this one. I want to believe you. I feel like I should. I feel like at the start you were being a bit hesitant on where it was, like acting like you forgot. I want to say it's true. It's true, isn't it, Will? It is true. It's yes, true. it's oh. very true. So tell me, what was it just a family holiday and you were just all... So me and my family went up to the tip of Australia mm-hmm. and um, we went through this creek called Nolan's Crossing. And it was crystal clear water. And we went, you know what? This is a beautiful spot. Rope swing and everything. We all went jumping in there. Oh, I played around so much. Then we're going down exploring under like dirty logs in the dirty water. Under them. That's why I said possibly. Oh, yeah. But then uh, we actually went up and there was this uh, campsite. And we're talking to a guy there. And he was just like, oh, tell me you didn't swim at Nolan's Crossing. Nolan's Crossing. And I was like, we were like, oh, yeah, we did. It was beautiful. And he went, have a look at this. And he shows us this massive croc, like this photo of this massive crocodile caught there like three days before. Oh, that that's pretty dangerous stuff. Yeah, it was like, it was a shock. Like, luckily. Well, I see how that's a true story now. Yeah. I was going to say willingly jumping in that water. All right, well, 
Thanks for being on the show, Will. Oh, thank you nice, for letting me have nice firm handshake on. there. I know that's what I do. Well, <laughs> see you next time on Make Believe or Make Me Believe. <laughs>
Great work, girls. Love your work. Now, this week, I am celebrating the number 10 because it's our 10th episode. Now, that may not seem like much, but it is almost 10 years to the day since I accepted a job here at Parks Christian School. So I thought, why not have a bit of a ramble on about the last 10 years and what it's meant for me and my family? I hope you stick around for it. Ten years ago, ten years, that takes us all the way back to 2012, the year of the London Olympics. Uh, It was when Julia Gillard was making waves in Australian politics. Ricky Ponting retired from Test Cricket. Of course, we had Cy when he released Gangnam Style. Neil Armstrong, he left the earth for one last time and the Melbourne Storm won the NRL. So some things haven't changed all that much. Now, for me, I didn't realise that back in 2012, I was about to start a brand new job and it was one that would change my life forever. You see, in early June 2012, I was strong-armed by my wife to apply for a job at Parks Christian School. And, uh, yep, she forced me to do it, but I tell you what, I am so grateful and I love my wife for this. Um, I was working at the Champion Post at the time and uh, I was working as a sports journalist and I was laying out pages, but I wasn't 100% happy. And uh, look, she showed me an ad for a six-month maternity position teaching science and maybe a little bit of maths. Now, I thought at first six months, that's not going to be good enough for us and our small family. We had two young children at the time, very young. Uh, Also, I hadn't taught uh, full-time for eight years. And uh, even when I did, I was a pretty ordinary uh, English and drama teacher. Also, the uh, the deadline for the applications had passed a couple of weeks earlier, so I just figured there was absolutely no point. But Hales, she was happy to make the call, and the school, well, they were happy to have a chat to me. Uh, so the next day, I was offered a job. Now, Graham Hope, he was the principal back then, and we only went up to year 10. We had 88 students on the books. I still remember my first roll call class was a group of year seven, eight boys. In fact, it was all the year seven, eight boys, and there was only eight of them. Uh, James Bunnell, he was there, uh, and he used to draw uh, Sonic and Shadow, the hedgehogs. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Uh, we all had our assemblies in the hall, of course, but the hall was the current year three and four classrooms. It's like super weird to think that we all fit in there. Uh, in fact, our whole high school could fit on one bus if you wanted to do a day trip. Uh, these days, we can't even fit all of year seven on one bus. It's crazy. Crazy to think about the difference. Uh, Well, look, we didn't offer many subjects back then that I can remember. I do remember electives including um, drama, uh, art, music, and of course, tech. Outside of that, I seriously can't really remember anything else. Um, And of course, these days, it's crazy to think of everything we do. Of course, I teach multimedia. Um, We have things like uh, commerce and elective history, and uh, we do electronics and uh, pass, and then, of course, all the HSC subjects as well. Uh, These days, in fact, we offer more subjects than any other school in our area, so that's just uh, that's amazing. Uh, Look, my classroom, it it, it didn't have a blackboard. It it did have whiteboards, uh, but I did have an overhead projector. (laughs) Nothing digital. The good old overhead projector. It was crazy. 
Uh, look, but it's it's been incredible to think of how much we've grown. There weren't many teachers uh, working there then that are still um, here now. Um, a lot of teachers sort of started around when I did or maybe a couple of years after. Um, but, yeah, we've certainly grown a lot uh, with our teachers um, as we've grown in students. And, of course, um, we pretty quickly grew uh, uh, over the years. Um, and, and now we're up to 300 students, like just over 300. And that, to me, is oh, it's mind-blowing. Uh, and, and I'm just really uh, proud and, I, I guess, um, honoured to have been a part of that growth. Uh, look, these days, of course, we have um, full-scale musicals and, and plays. We have mad nights. Uh, we take part in sporting gala days for things like hockey and soccer and touch and netball and and just so much more. Uh, uh, look, we regularly have students make um, state teams uh, in various sports. They win a Steadfords and public speaking competitions. We've got art exhibitions, multimedia displays, HSC showcases, and, of course, our awesome primary and high school expos that are run like by our students. It's so great to see students out there promoting our school. Uh, also, our SRC, they've been fantastic. Look, many years ago, people probably forgot, I actually started the SRC, but Miss Oates, she's the one that did all the work uh, with the SRC to make them into an awesome fundraising group and developing their leadership skills. Mrs. Lynn has done a great job with them as well. And uh, I really enjoyed working with Mr. Westcott to develop our three new houses and the House Cup. Um, I think that's been a great addition uh, uh, for those who remember the old Haggai and Habakkuk and Hosea. You know, they were good fun, but I think I love the Lions, Eagles and the Sharks. That's just really um, something that I really enjoy and I hope other people do as well. Um, and certainly when I do enrolment interviews and when uh, I'm just having a chat with people around town, they often ask me, like, like why? Why have you guys grown uh, so much um, over the last 10 years or, or even just the last five years we've grown a lot? And for me... Um, Look, there's there's a few major reasons. Uh, first, I've got to go back to 2013. We were a K-10 school, and, and, and Graham Hope, he did a wonderful job, amazing job, of getting us um, into the position to be able to teach HSC classes. Uh, being a K-12 school has made such a big difference. Uh, he did so much work around that, and uh, also um, uh, Mrs. Winstra. Uh, there's so much admin involved. No, nobody really appreciates how much work's involved in just adding on, you know, a couple of extra year groups, but it was very significant. And I also am uh, pretty proud of the fact that I got to work with teachers back then who had never taught HSC classes before and just helped guide them through that process. So I think that's been a huge thing. I think the fact that students can be at school for their whole school lives, um, I think that's a reason why we've grown, uh, but also... Doing the HSC here at school, we've had to raise our teaching standards and we can deliver more and more courses. But I think the biggest thing is we had to really nail down what is our school identity. Um, were we going to be a school that chased marks? We're going to be a school that uh, focused just on winning footy competitions or, or you know, like what, what sort of school did we want to be? And uh, we've worked really hard on that. And uh, I, I think... You know, I, I, I would like to feel I've been a big part of that as well. And and for us, the big focus is that we want to help students reach the next phase of their lives when they finish school. So we love ac academic success. We love the HSC, all that sort of stuff. It's really important. But equally, we value, 
creative and performing arts, uh, sporting achievement, kids who love technology, and of course, we love Christian values as well. We just want students to be themselves, explore their talents and interests, and you know what? If they go off and leave in year 10 to start an apprenticeship or go off to work or they want to join the armed forces or anything that happens along those lines as well, we celebrate that just as much as the kids who finish year 12 and go off to uni. So I think that's a big reason why um, people come to our school. I think we're also a school of standards and we don't apologise for having uh, standards that align with our Christian values. So we don't want students to engage in behaviour attitudes that take away from that positive culture of the school. And look, I am not saying that we are perfect. We are not perfect. Um, but we definitely strive to ensure that students feel welcome, safe and happy. Uh, so hopefully we're, we're some way towards getting that right. And also, I think um, the final thing I would say is that I have never, ever worked in a school where teachers just really, truly, genuinely care about students. You know, like they really do. And again, we're not perfect. Uh, we don't always get it right. Um, we have commitments and lives outside of school, so we don't always get everything done on time. We don't always do things to the standards that people expect. Um, but, man, we try. And the amount of times that I have seen teachers at our school put aside their time, put aside other things that are happening in their lives, um, and, and give their time for our students, it is amazing. And, and again, I think as a staff, we are really determined to give our students a positive experience, uh, no matter what that experience might be. Uh, so, and, and hopefully that shows uh, to people in our school community. You know, the, the absolute final word in why people might want to come to our school is the students. I, I hate when people talk about teenagers being... Um, you know, like lay about, good for nothing, get into trouble. You know what? You know, teenagers can do amazing things. They are kind and compassionate. They think about the world around them. They think about other people. They are motivated to get out and do things. Uh, that's the teenagers that I work with. And I think people, hopefully, um, people can see that as well. And of course, um, our kids can be amazing, but they are a reflection of of the families that they are growing up in as well. So for all of you families out there raising fantastic kids who can then come to our school, thank you so much. But uh, yeah, hopefully that gives a bit of an insight into what our school's like and, and I think uh, where we've sort of come from over the last 10 years. Look, this year is the 40th anniversary of PCS and later this year, you're going to hear a lot of reflection about the history of the school, the progress of the school. But for today, I just wanted to reflect on those last 10 years. Look, I've loved um, becoming a better teacher and, and more importantly, a better person. I have loved being at school with my kids and of course, uh, my wife. I just, I really love that. And uh, most of all, I, I just love being part of such an amazing school and I look forward to plenty more years to come. Well, there you go, folks. That's enough from me. I look forward to you tuning in next time. And remember to find out more about what's happening at PCS, like our Facebook page, and visit our website. This is Mr. B signing out. I'll catch you later. <laughs>